We three from GP, ran to Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From afros and braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey, what's up, y'all? It is another week, man. Week number um, 17, round 17 of GP3. Uh, welcome back. It's the, the post-Thanksgiving edition. Man, did you eat? You know, <laughs> Rand is here. Man, you know, you know we did uh, it different this year. Oh, yeah? What y'all do, man? We didn't. Um, we went to a restaurant. We went to a restaurant that had a Thanksgiving special. That's cool. Uh, family style. Yeah. All you can eat. Yeah. And um, it, it's a place in Nashville, Tennessee. It's called Monell's. Wow. So you, you sit at a table and you, strangers can be with you. So you traveled. You you were going up to Tennessee yeah, anyway, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. it's it about three and a half hour drive for yeah, us. Yeah, good and, drive. Uh, and yeah. so uh, it was great, man, because guess what? No cleanup. Yeah, there you go. No, I mean it was you know we, you could go home and watch TV and uh, no talk, fires in the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, you know, no no drama. You know, but you know, hey, you know, I got I got to give a shout out, man, uh, to to Uncle Fred, Aunt Liz, uh, my my wife's uh, family came in. They stayed with us uh, a couple of days, man. They cooked, man. They came in and cooked. Came in, they came in cooking. Huh? Yeah, so we didn't really. It yeah. might 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 as well have been restaurant for me too. Hey man, because it was like the throwdown. I'm like, I thought they were just gonna come and stay. Man, came in armed to cook, just knocked oh, it they out. Bring their own pots and pans. Almost. Oh man. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, we we still have those, man. I'm not gonna comment because if I comment, did, did they bring did they bring food or did you, you guys went all went shopping? You know, here. here's the thing, man. They I, brought some of their own special. We were waiting. Spices, you know, you you be stuff. waiting on your folks to come in. You got the house ready for them. I'm like, uh-huh. damn, why are they so late? They came in with bags. Oh man, that's what, that's what you do. That's, the, that's how you do so it. So they man. Guess, they they invited back next year. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> so keep, it was keep it on. It was all hey, man. You're, you're just an innkeeper now. That's, that's all. It, hey, it's all good. Yes, was man. it Airbnb? That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, <laughs> but I'm here. Uh, Tommy B, man, is, is GP three week seventeen, and uh, you know we call it GP three because you know we all attended Grove Park Elementary School, graduated 1977 together. That's right. And, um, you know, I'm Tommy B. I was on North Avenue. I'm Randy. Oh, there you go. Uh-oh. That's Uh-oh. all. It's all good. It's That's Rand. Right. It's Rand. That's right. Uh, yeah. I was on South Elizabeth Place. And and Tut, who was, who was traveling, man, safe travels to Tut. Again. Uh, again. That boy. But, you know, I live vicariously through his travels, so it's all good. He is... Uh, Charlotte Place, man, the street with the big hill. Is he in a witness protection program? I think man? so, man. Because, you know, in witness protection, they move you from <laughs> They house, move you around. They move you around, man. He's in the same house. He just, you know, on the weekend, he can't sit still, man. I so. swear, man. He's like a ping pong ball, man. He's yes, all he over is. the place. Yes, he is. But I know he'll be listening, so I ain't going to say too much. <laughs> What's up, man? Welcome back. Because, yes, uh, you know, he seeks his revenge. He's like Tut. No, I mean, he's like Trump. Oh, uh, uh, Negan? No, he's like Negan and Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, I saw that. Yeah, which I, one? I saw the episode you guys been referencing about when he went in with the baseball bat. Oh, you that, saw it. that oh, was the oh my god that was the uh, season premiere for week season seven. Yeah, what'd you think? Brutal. Oh man, I mean yeah. that that was like Game of Thrones on steroids. Yeah, I told you, man. Uh, were you I, watching it alone or were you? Yeah, like, I was watching it alone, yeah. man. I was watching it alone. I, 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 you know, when he was swinging the bat, man. Um, 
I was ducking because of the splatter. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. It was it was. Um, I guess not the highest rated uh, for the show, but it was the second highest rated episode, which is still pretty high because I mean right. it's like Super Bowl viewing oh, for, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. for that show. But um, I mean, it was man. I mean, you. It was brutal, man. It, it's not like that all the time, right? But it's like with Negan, it's kind of like you anticipate he's gonna right. do something. Well, crazy. you know, I want I wanted to see he that set a tone. I wanted to see that episode because you guys kept referencing, and I'm yeah. on, the, on the internet. You know, people have talked about, it, and there's a lot of articles about how well, brutal. Yeah, how brutal, and what we can learn from Negan's leadership style. <laughs> And, uh, and also, too, there's been, some, there's been some similarities between him and president-elect in some ways, you know. So, But, you know, here's the thing, and and, and not to uh, go too too much on this, too far on this, but um, the thing about that, if you if uh, for those who follow the show, um, you forget what Rick and his crew did to his, to his crew. Ah, uh, okay. See, he, Rick and the team did something brutal to his crew. Okay. And this was kind of like payback. Gotcha. So even, I guess, in the scheme of things, it was brutal. But Rick, they did some things so that were really... So basically, it was retaliation in response to a brutal act that was committed to them. Yeah. And see, Negan is kind of like the mob. He, you know, he kind of, you know, walks Asshole around with the jar. Okay. You know how he walks around with the pay for, pay for uh, what do you call it, when in New York? Pay for protection. Yeah, that's it. So he's kind of like going to all these little different farms and factions. They all have to give him stuff for, you know, for his leadership. Uh, but uh, but but if you knew about, and I'm not going. Well, you know, I guess most people are seeing it. What and I and I, you ever think about watching it? Because I want to go into it. Because uh, you might think about watching. It. I might think about. watching All right, so I'm not going. But don't, don't, don't go into the it. thing that you need to understand. But it, it piqued my interest out. The thing you need to understand. Go back and look at what Rick did okay. to his crew. Gotcha. And then you'll you'll know why. All right. All right, we're gonna jump in, y'all. Uh, man, another crazy. Week. Even though it's Thanksgiving, can can it just you know the activity, man? It's just been 2016. What do yeah, you say? You know, it's it's. I would say that my stress level has gone down dramatically. Yeah. Since pre-election. Good. But because it was up there for. It well, yeah, it was it was up there, man. You know, I was I, I thought I had to get medication. <laughs> um, but to your point, it's like a constant stream of stuff. Yeah. You know, it may not be at the same magnitude, mm-hmm. but it can have the same impact as a bigger thing because yeah. there's such a constant strength. It's like being needle. Someone is needling you the entire time. Yeah, yeah, and, it uh, is. It is. And so, man, it's 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 wild, man. I mean, you know, it's like there with with the president elect mm-hmm. and the political landscape. Yeah, uh, is never a dull moment. No, man. And and one of the things that that's interesting. Um, even more, and we I think we hit upon it, is now that he's got to govern, um, he's backing off on so many things. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's like a list of things now right. that he's reneged on or he's softened his stance on. Right. And quite frankly, um, I just don't know how he's going to be able to keep his folks happy. That's right. <coughs> that was a sneeze by... Uh, Excuse me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People hear um, noises in here. Like, yeah. like Tut was like, "Hey, man, you got a squirrel in?" No, no, squirrel upstairs. No, right. but yeah, you're right, though, man. Um, w- you know, the fact is that he had such a base that was energized by his promises. Yeah, yeah. And so now they are seeing him uh, backtrack, mm-hmm. reevaluate. Yeah. Uh, I think some reality has hit him. Yeah. Uh, campaign mode versus actual governing mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think he realizes, you know, he he has had several conversations with Obama since that that, that initial meeting. Yeah, 
And I think what's happening is he's realizing like, whoa, uh, you know, you can talk it. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, and also too, uh, he's having conversations with some of the Republican leadership party and those cats are basically saying, Donald, no, nah, it ain't going to go down like this on certain things. Well, you know, the, the whole thing is, even with the folks he's putting on cabinet, man, which we're going to get into just the, uh, the wealth of the members of the cabinet. Well, and inexperience. And inexperience, combination of right. the two. Um, but it's just interesting because um, the folks who really voted him into office, and I know they want, you know, a lot of folks are saying, well, we wanted him because of his business experience. Right. We want outside real world. We, want yeah. all we don't want professional politicians. Right. Which, quite frankly, if I guess you're not getting folks who are experienced in, in, in being politicians and policymakers. You're getting folks who are experienced maybe in running businesses and running organizations. And we'll see. Well, I mean, it's a I mean, unfortunately, well, for, I don't know. I mean, it's a grand experiment right now. Right. And and um, Man, this is a serious way to learn the job on the train. Yeah. At a, at a crucial at, time. At a, at a high level, man. I mean, because yeah. right now you got the world watching you and with all these moves that he's making. Yeah. I hope he realizes that he is signaling certain things to world leaders and other countries out there mm-hmm. in terms of how they're going to react to him, how they're going to. Yeah. How they're going to treat him. Well, you, here's the, the interesting thing, man, because everybody follows the U.S. Uh, you're hearing in like even Australia. Uh, they've got elections coming up. Right. And you've got people who are running and they're saying they're using the term like Trump-like right. campaign. So everybody, I guess as part of Brexit, mm-hmm. now it's Trump-like, you know, whatever, Trump, Trumpet, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> whatever yeah, they want to call yeah, it. I, I, I don't know. Everyone is following that, the quote, the populist outsider yep. in your face, yeah. social media celebrity uh, blueprint. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, everyone thinks that is, you know, I hate to say it, politics is like athletics sometimes, like a Me Too league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing we're seeing. I mean, let's think about it. You remember several years ago, you remember when the Tea Party was the rage? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, and we see how that. Not again. Yeah, we see how that, how that that teapot fell over. Oh, yeah. Most of them aren't even in office. Right. And and a lot of them. A lot of them did not even reseek office. Yeah, yeah. They got in and realized this. I, I, I'm. I, this is over my head. Yeah, true enough. And and you know what? I, I think that's what's. I mean, it, it's early, but even even the um, the need to stay in your own residence, not move into the White House. I think there's there's this need for a comfort level because of right how different it is. To run government. So we'll see. Roland Martin, man, uh, you sent me the link. And quite frankly, I had not been following um, the conversation of Richard Spencer that much. Me neither, man. And And, uh, and and you you know what? That's a sad thing because what's happening is that the media is normalizing a lot of this stuff now. Well, you sent that to me and and, um, give me your, just frame it for the folks. Okay. since Trump's election, uh, many of the um, white supremacists or white nationalist groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, he refers to himself as the, this is the alt-right guy. This is the alt-right, alt-right guy, right, but I'm not right, going to call yeah. him alt-right. You know, yeah. I'm just going to call him what he call is. Call him what it is. is. Yeah. And uh, these guys have um, a convention. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like their Mary Kay, a prime America convention <laughs> where all of them come in and, and, and do their thing. So they had it in D.C. Yeah. And as this thing started, um, they were praising Emperor Trump. Uh, given the Nazi salute, mm-hmm. 
Um, everything down to the aisle, aisle, uh, right? Aisle. Everything down. So this guy Richard Spencer is a um, rich kid from te- from Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, you know, like Highland Park. Yep, that type of stuff. And so he uh, he's he's the speaker, um, the, the leader for this this movement. Uh, and um, they had their convention, and Roland Martin invited him in. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's let's talk. And so you know, alt right people as they call themselves, say, hey, we've been getting a bad knock, you know? Yeah. And so Roland said, okay, come on my show, brother. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And so as we listened to the tape, and then I, I encourage our, our listeners out there to, to go look it's it up. It's about, what, 30 minutes, it's right? It's about 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, basically, it's just Roland and him on the set, uh, mm-hmm. no other guests. Uh, Roland is basically asking this man some very direct questions. And, and when I give Roland credit, he is following up on questions. Yeah. And... In a nutshell, he skewered this guy. Yes, he did. He skewered this guy. I mean, this guy was so ill-prepared. Even if he was prepared, he did not have the intellect yeah. uh, nor the savvy uh, to to really deal with Roland's questions, mm-hmm. to really defend his organization. And, he, and it was interesting because Roland even got historical with him to the point, how do you think this is how do you think who who created and benefited from affirmative action right i mean he was using stats numbers i mean it was just right i'm and, sitting there like wow. and this guy kept saying that you know i i abhor slavery i abhor racism but yet he was talking about white nationalism and that other ethnic groups were inferior yeah i mean so he was it was kind of a weird thing you know the way he was talking out of one side of his mouth, but unfortunately that is becoming the new narrative now. Yeah, because it was more about, okay, well, okay, you want your, he kept saying our country, blah, 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 and and, and Roland kept challenging him saying, well, what do you mean your? Right. Like, what do you mean our? Who's who's us? Who? Right. And he would never come out and say specifically, like you and me, he would never right. say, oh, you mean it's our country, Roland? Right. Like your country and mine? No, he would never do that. Right. So it was, I mean, you, you sat there, man, and, and how old is he? This guy's probably in his mid-30s, man. If, and he looks younger. Right. He's probably in his late 20s, early, mid, mid-30s at the oldest, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's sad because there are a lot of folks probably uh, who have that same mind. So you ever see the movie American History X? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, yeah. With, uh, what I forgot his name. Ed, um, um, yeah, Ed Norton. Ed Norton, right. It reminds me of that. Yeah, how... These young kids are being swept away with these inaccurate facts. Yeah, yeah. It, and how it, gullible they it's in some. It becomes a religion to these guys. Yep, they are. I mean, it. it when I sat there and I watched the interview, um, and especially how ill-informed he was, even to the point where it seemed like he was being educated on the set. Not that he believed it at all. He didn't know anything about slavery. I yeah. mean, he didn't even he didn't know, know that he didn't know that the the, the, the uh, Asian Americans built the railroads out west. Yeah, he didn't yeah. understand the economics of what slavery meant. Right, right. You right. know, it was yeah. it was it was just amazing. So it was it was like I mean, for me, it was just like sitting there watching but, but, American but also History to, X, man. But also to what I saw of the, I saw a, a, a group of individuals who were scared out their pants. Really? How do you explain that? In that they're now having to compete for mm. years if this was a hundred yard dash they had an 80 yard start yeah and now over the several years that 80 yard start now might be a 40 yard start mm. and they are afraid to compete because now basically what we're saying is mm-hmm. the, the blueprint that you once had just because you were white mm-hmm. 
you know, you, you get privilege. Mm-hmm. It's change, mm-hmm. and now that guess what? You're gonna have to fight some now. You're gonna have to compete with others. So, do you think it was was it more fear about global I think competition a, or, or I, I think it's a fear. immigrant immigrant I, competition. I think it's a fear about competition. In other words, I have to now share power. Yeah, I have to give it up. I mean, you remember they had the conversation about Silicon Valley. Yeah, he he had no idea of the makeup right of the, Silicon Valley. Right, he had no yeah. idea of the of the ethnic makeup and the gender makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, these are the individuals that, that have the platform and have voices that are, that are constantly being heard yeah. that, um, that are impacting uh, the way uh, people perceive us and the way we view ourselves. I mean, cause the narrative has changed. I mean, I sent you a commercial man that it really got me going and I sent a tweet about it. Um, Dodge did a commercial called, uh, called thanks, giving thanks. Mm-hmm. The entire commercial was about Americans, particularly blue collar Americans. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not one ethnic person yeah. was in the commercial. Okay. Mm-hmm. So from where I come from in my community, 99% of people I grew up with, their families were blue collar. Yeah. Yeah. And most ethnic uh, people of color a blue collar. I probably know more yeah. blue collar people than I know white collar people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the fact is that now the narrative is, White people now own the label blue collar. Mm. We we're not in, we're not in the equation. Well, you know that that's uh, I think um, one of the things that the Democratic Party is is attempting to fix. Well, even Bernie Sanders screwed that up. Yeah, he was how, he, how so? He was um, he was talking about blue collar Americans, but he kept talking about white white people. Okay, mm. Bernie. Black, brown, yellow. Uh, hey, we we make up blue collar yeah. America. You look. You look at fifty three percent of blue collar workers are women. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you look at we grew up. If you grew up in Atlanta, you knew about the what is it the the Hapeville plant. Yeah, the Hapeville plant, the Ford plant, Ford south plant, of the city. Um, people who worked at uh, what is it um, out in Marietta. Uh, Marietta, you, Boeing, or you got, Lockheed, uh, Lockheed, Lockheed, yeah. Um, a lot of folks who worked on the assembly line, I guess you could include even postal workers. Right. Would, would that be considered? Yeah. I mean, right in the well, middle? Well, I mean, our policemen, our policemen. fire departments, yeah. man. Yeah. Our sanitation workers, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. All the electrician and contractors and that type of oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. So if you, it depends on where you grew up. Right. You know, if you grew up in, you know, Atlanta, that's pretty much, I mean, that was your definition because that's what you saw. That's right. And, uh, yeah, you go to Iowa, you're going to see white. You know, it depends on where you are right. within the country. Yeah. Right. But again, yeah. what it's showing is that there's a new narrative now mm-hmm. that that's being um, that's being captured. Yeah. And that if we don't because what's happening is we're being condemned mm-hmm. to, to urban. Yeah. You know, that's where we're being, you know. But if you look at a lot of the stats, the demographics. Right. About half African-Americans live in rural areas. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, we, other than the, the meccas of of Atlanta and in L.A. and Detroit and Houston, there's mm-hmm. a lot of brothers uh, living, you know, living in the Delta, in Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, there's yeah. a lot of brothers living between Montgomery and uh, and in Birmingham. That's true. Yeah, so true. So hey, man, uh, moving on from that. Um, but if y'all have a chance, really uh, check, check out check it out because I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. This is one of those instances where what's that the adage? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. You got to know what they're doing. You got to know what they're doing because if you don't know. 
what they're saying or what they're doing. You could be a victim of this even on your own job because there's a lot of cold words now mm. that are coming up mm-hmm. that we need to be aware of. Yeah. And like blue collars is one of them is, is one that says, you know, yeah. t- taking back our. Yeah. Who's our? Yeah. 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 Well, let me let me ask you, man. Do you think Roland uh, legitimized this guy by putting him on their platform? Because a lot of folks I was reading the comments uh, on the link and there were some folks who were who were a little upset with Roland because they said, Roland, you giving him that opportunity legitimized or maybe opened people's eyes. It's almost like when Oprah used to have the Klan on, right. remember? Right. And and people actually, you know, it, it, it's starting to well, remind you. Know, of like, I, I, I hear that, man. But it's to, like, hey, to, why do you put the Klan on? You just giving them well, you know, an opportunity but to see, spread hate. To me, that feeds into the argument of ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I want to know. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I looked at I the mean, comments. I mean, yeah. I mean, hell, I, I got a strong enough brain to figure out whether this is something I agree with or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I'm afraid to hear and see things like that because I'm going to fall into that groove. Yeah, yeah. Something's wrong. True. That's true. So, yeah, that's what people that's what folks are saying, man. And, and we'll see. Um, but uh, that was my first time actually hearing him at length and yeah. not impressed. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna... impressed. Not impressed. I agree with you, man. Uh, Castro, man, gone. You know, I what? mean, we taped this on on Sunday mornings. It's Sunday after Castro. He's been gone for a couple of days. A couple now. of days now. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Castro? When this cat came into power under Eisenhower, think about it, Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. Think about the number of presidents he was a thorn in the side of. <laughs> Say six. <laughs> I mean, it's more than that. It's more than seven. Yeah. Well, you, got, you got you got uh, Eisenhower. You uh, got Kennedy. You got yeah. Johnson. You got yeah. Nixon. You got Ford. You got Carter. Yeah. You got Reagan. You got Bush. You got Clinton. You got other Bush. Oh and wow, Obama. That's eleven. That's eleven. Eleven. Good grief. A little Allen. Oh, back to Eisenhower. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So you're talking about a half little a, half a century, a little island, yeah. yeah, 90 miles from from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you think about all the attempts they tried to get him out of there, mm-hmm. and they never could. Never could get him out. You know, um, yeah. I don't know a lot about Castro because I'm I'm not a I'm not a Cuban American, so I don't really know all the things mm-hmm. that he did. Yeah. But I can honestly say that, he, uh, when he did the revolution, mm-hmm. uh, when it started. Uh, he was, uh, Benista was the, um, uh, the, the guy in charge. Okay. And, uh, he in Cuba at that time was like many, uh, capitalist countries. It was a great divide between the haves and have nots. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to mobilize a lot of support. Almost in a populist type way. Populist type of way. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I have to give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that he did do some good. Yeah. Uh, now again, I'm not as conversant as some people on Castro. I'm not like Marco Rubio, and you know, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna sit here and, and eulogize this man as a great man because I really uh-huh. don't know much about him. Yeah, don't know. But the, the the fact is that you know he did some good mm-hmm. and he did some bad too. So you know. Yeah. Well, you know the whole the whole thing right now, um, I guess from a standpoint is where do we go from here? Um, quite frankly. Um, the interesting thing about Cuba is the connections it has to its its tentacles, the big brothers of Cuba, like the Soviets. You know, right. that was one of the things that Venezuela. really Venezuela, um, China, to yeah. some extent. Yes. Um, you know, they became uh, communist linked. 
And right. you a little know, island had that type of influence. What's that? Had that type of influence where yeah, big countries, superpowers. Mm-hmm were willing to invest in it. Yeah. I mean, just like you, you talk about the proximity to America, um, you know, a lot of the concern has always been basically the ability a hundred miles away for somebody to attack, attack and set up base. Well, I they, mean, that, that was the Cuban, that was the whole, that was the whole Cuban missile crisis. And that, that's where the, the, I guess you call it the danger in yeah. The connections came into play. Yeah, it's just like there's so. a you know there's a place off the coast of Africa called Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. Sierra Leone. Yeah, yep. and uh, it's the same way. It's, mm-hmm. it's a piece of a rock of an island, mm-hmm. but strategically, it has a lot of significance. And then yeah. Cuba, when you think about it, it, was such a launching pad for the Communist Party or or anti-American forces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When you look at uh, not even we don't even have to go over to China or Russia, but look at in Central America and South America, yeah, all the all the socialist and communist regimes that have come and gone, and some are still in place. But Cuba's always been like that a rock. satellite spot. Yeah, a exactly. satellite spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, not to not to uh, make this even more complicated. Now, you know, Kaepernick is is in the mix on this, right? Did you hear? Educate me, brother. Educate me, brother. <laughs> Did you hear? I'm like Stephen A. I've kind of like I've kind of like. I know you don't want to bring him up, man. But he he was at a press conference, and this was I guess after uh, after the uh, death of Castro, he had a, a Fidel Castro shirt on. Uh, I guess it was a photo, like a and and I didn't I, I just kind of wasn't a Shea or whatever. Like, you know, a lot of people wear those shirts right there. Shea um, Guerrero. No, no, this had photos of Castro. Of Castro. And I think one of them, he had a Malcolm X hat on, the X, Who? you know, Colin. Yeah, he had an X on. Oh, he was going full, <laughs> full rebel, huh? And and it was, um, you know, it was just. And I think uh, one of the reporters from Miami, from the Miami Herald, um, challenged him on it. Um, I think it was, however they did it, either be via phone. But, you know, he was challenging him. He's like, hey, do you really know what that guy stood for? And, um, you know, it's just, again, you know, Kaepernick has, you know, injected himself in in a situation that, quite frankly. It's an over his head. Man. He's he is. He's I mean, and man. they won in nine. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's on a, a one in nine team, he, man. You know, he, he's on a deep end. I mean, you know, I, I, I applaud this young man for wanting to be socially conscious. But oh. when I listen to him, he has not taken that extra step in the social conscious handbook. No, he's just reading the the uh, the, the, the 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 index. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, he's not he's not ready for the depth of that conversation because even even for us, man, to have a conversation about Castro and 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 what it means, you know, we only know what we learn in the history books. Right, and we got and we got such a a biased version. Oh yeah. I so, mean but but it know, is what it is, it is based right. on our in, our interest. Right. You know. And uh but but this dude, you know, so fresh right now with when right now it, it's it's all over the media, it's in it's in conversation and you walk out with the Castro I mean yeah, I mean photo I mean it's just 3 weeks after, you know, he he didn't vote. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, it, it's just, and, and I'm, I'm gonna try to pull that up, man. So you can see it. Oh man. Uh, you know, but, um, you know, Stephen A, man, I mean, young brother, you know, like I say, I, I applaud you for one of taking a stand, but when you're going to take that stand, you got to be ready. 
That's it. Okay, this is the shirt right here. Let's see. Okay. Let me see. I want I want you to see it. Right. Okay, yeah, okay. Those are pictures of him in the uh You see what it says? Uh think like minds think alike. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's got multiple yeah, when Castro met with with many leaders when he was here, Malcolm X. Right. He had Malcolm X on, you know, the different different leaders. Right. right. Uh, I'm trying to blow it up so right. you can see it. And you know, and the same thing is people people need to, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, they, they get into the Malcolm X thing, and and people need to understand Malcolm X, like all of us, had different seasons. Mm-hmm. He did. And so, you know, which Malcolm X you gravitate toward to is your perspective. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. uh, not too many people are looking at Malcolm in terms of a total person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was uh, the shirt was bearing photos of Malcolm X and communist dictator Fidel Castro. Uh, origin outspoken uh, San Francisco 49ers quarterback Kaepernick. You know, Kaepernick, uh, you know, of course, refusing to stand national anthem, continued to act as a lightning rod controversy by appearing. Uh, and this was, uh, I guess, somebody pulled this up because this was way back in August, man. Yeah. T-shirt emblazoned photographs of sixties, you know, and and, yeah. and and Cuban. So somehow this got re-injected, yeah, and it came up. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, like I, I said, young brother, you know, read your read your history books. Get, get talk, sit and talk to people who 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 know this stuff. And he defended wearing. I guess he this whole thing was a defense of wearing it because it came up uh, based on uh, somebody from Miami questioned it. Um, they question. You know, I'm not going to question a columnist. I'm not going to question him for wearing that shirt. Yeah. You know that's his thing. And but you know it's those types. I, as I tell my kids, if you're going to wear something like that, understand what it means. Yeah. yeah. And and understand if you're going to wear it, you will be questioned. Mm-hmm. And have a point of view about it. Yeah. Well, you know, here we go again. One and nine, San Francisco. Good okay. luck, Colin. Yeah. All right, man. Recount, man. Recount. Really. Really, man? Come on, come on, man. Come on, come you on. You know, come uh, on, Green Party. Well, I think, this is what I think. Yeah. I'm, 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 I just re- reset the tent on, on the grassy knoll right quick. I just, oh. I'm breaking out camp again. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 put, I'm putting the stakes <laughs> in the ground right now. Clack, clack, clack. You hear me yeah, hammering you know, in the grass? No. We all sitting I, around. I personally believe yeah. Hillary's campaign is behind this. You know, you mean they they're funding this thing with the Green Party? I think I think they are behind this mm-hmm. funding it and also probably encouraging. It. They're saying, encouraging. Jill, Jill yeah. you go out and say, what's her name, Jill Stein? Yeah, right? you, Jill, we, we will, yeah. we'll we'll fund this thing. Okay, but we want you to be the be the mouth because you you got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose. Yeah, because if I do it, it's it's going to sound like sour grapes. Wow. Well, you know, the whole thing, um, and, and Trump came out and said... It's a scam. I it's mean, a scam. Well, he said that. I mean, you know... And he said they're, they're, they're attempting to... Do, they're doing this to, in an attempt to raise money. They've already raised the money. Yeah, but he says it's more money toward their party for support. Right. Well, you know... That's his... It's like, know. okay, all right, Trump, you know, and also, you know, Fox was saying, hey, how can we try to... It's not making it legitimate. Legitimize it. Like, delegitimize it. Yeah, de- yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> delegitimize it. No, and, no. Uh, and so, yeah. you know, I was like, really, Fox? Come on. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Well, you know, the whole thing is. and and, and it's, it's not, you yeah. know, the thing is, yeah. if they have to prove in three states. Yeah. So if one state says yay and other states say no, it right. doesn't matter. It's so what? Yeah, it, so yeah. what? What? What it do for Hillary for her own or whoever's benefit? 
you just change the electrical electoral vote pattern just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's not changing the results. No, it's not going to change the results. I think the whole thing is um, what most people are saying is they have a right to do that. That's within their right. They have a right to do it, and also to most people do that. And also to um, Trump opened up the door some time ago in the election about the the hacking, Mm -hmm. Uh, and also Russia said, "Hey, we've been we've been talking with Trump throughout the entire campaign." And the fake news stories. Yeah, and the fake news stories. So, and I will tell you, man. Fake news stories are real. Oh, if you that, I mean, that, that hurt her. Don't election. click on the links. <laughs> yeah, because because they I mean, everybody, you, you know how you see and we call it like below the fold when you scroll right. down and you see these stories and th- they have these be, these big headlines. You can easily tell that if that story was legit, it wouldn't be at the bottom of the page. Right. Use your judgment. Right. You know. So, uh, yeah, they've been out there. They've been all over Facebook. They've been all over Twitter, oh, all yeah. social media. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you would say most people will view it well, you know, Tommy, and not read it. Tommy, this is something you've been talking about sometime, about the whole pop culture thing. Yeah. And this is an example of how pop culture now is using, is, this is an example of how pop culture now is biting Trump in mm-hmm. the rear end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because up until this point, he has... He has utilized it as a great asset for him. Yeah, yeah. And so now I think what he's going to start to see, because now he's not in campaign mode. Nope. This is in governing mode. Mm-hmm. That how, like the press, there's a good and there's bad. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is an example of it coming back to bite him. I think it's not going to be a, I don't think anything is going to result out of it. Yeah. But this is going to be a, for him to understand, like, look, guess what? You need to be careful in what you say because yeah. people are going to come back and start utilizing this in ways that you never would even think of. Well, he, he, you know, and, and Rand, think about this, man. Um, the um, whole, I guess, focus for a celebrity is to be liked. Right. Okay. And that's how celebrities. Liked and, liked and seen. Right. And it's about people liking you. Right. Genuinely liking you. Right. In a lot of cases, when you're president or you're in politics, man, you got to do stuff where you're not popular. And I think it's a no win situation. Right. But when it comes down to him, he's going to understand because he's I don't think he's ever been in a situation where he's had to take an unpopular stance and be unpopular and just eat it. Right. And and that's where I think in a lot of cases, you know, we're talking about the gaslighting. And, and, you know, not necessarily looking at the fact that because one of the things you, you know, I, I, I got to respect Obama for. He's made some unpopular decisions and he's basically just eaten. Took it like a man. Took it and said, look, I know this is not the popular way to go. I'm just going to tell you why I did it. And I'm going I'm to I'm bite the bullet. I'm going to take the L on this one. Yeah, uh, I don't think Trump's willing or able. Well, I don't think he his ego allows him to take the L. No, he's. Do you think? I mean, in, I may in, be wrong. In his mind, I may be wrong. And based on if you listen to that guy who, who ghost wrote his book for him, mm-hmm. he said that Trump's mindset of is always I got to win, you got to lose. Right. And so, what's scary about him is that if that takes over, now unfortunately that's his DNA. Mm-hmm it could have some serious ramifications on our country for him just to try to prove a point. Yeah. Cause, cause even looking at the recount and these folks are attempting to delegitimize or turn results around. Don't say a word. 
What's that? He doesn't have to say a word. Just, no, he doesn't. Just let it go. Let it go. But it's even like the, even going back to Hamilton. Yeah. That whole Hamilton, let it go. Pence. Dude, even, you ain't you know, seen nothing yet. <laughs> even Pence, <laughs> even Pence said. They got a right to say that? Pence was like, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I was there. I wasn't offended. Right. But, you know, in, in the uh, in the tweet, it was like, hey, um, apologize. And and even Pence was like, hey, you got to apologize to me. I right. was there. I'm, I'm you know, I'm cool but, with but it. But again, but Pence is a career politician. Yeah. And he knows that's that's just part Sometimes of Sometimes you just got to take the that's, L. That's part of the game. Yeah, yeah. You know. So it's yeah. going to be interesting, man, because everything you got to respond to and you got to make a fight. See, you know, you know, like that's a lot of like, like you say, you have several type of um, athletes. Yeah, you have that athlete who's the villain, and he understands that role, and he oh, yeah. and he relishes it. Yeah, he likes being he likes being the guy to go into your arena and beat you. Mm-hmm. Trump is not that guy. Yeah, Trump wants to be the guy that wants to be loved, like you say. Yeah, yeah. You know, he wants yeah. everyone to love him. Well, when you're a true politician, you realize that guess what. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you, when you're on the, on the road away, yeah, you're walking into a hostile environment. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, you got to deal with it. Well, we're gonna see how that recount turns out, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't. How you say, partner? Partner. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, partner. All right, Jill, go for it. All right, uh, the billionaire cabinet, man. Hey, man, he, you know it's funny. He said he's gonna drain the swamp. Yeah, he's draining it into his cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they said not only this is a billionaire cabinet, but yeah. this is probably the most inexperienced cabinet that we will ever have. I Go mean, down your list, man. All right, I, check I this it. out. All right, go this, ahead. This chick, um, all right, Nikki Haley, yeah, the Haley governor, the governor Carolina. of South Carolina, yeah, has no international experience in her. Wow. I mean, you know, South Carolina is, is I think it's a port city. I'm not sure, but it's not a it's it not a major international man. It's not international, no. Yeah. So, you know They just got rid of the Confederate flag, man. They, yeah. Okay. So, you know, so she so she's she's in that role. Okay. Then you got this woman, DeVos. Uh, I think Education. I think, I think she's related to the guy who um Amway. They own the um the Orlando Magic. Oh boy. And so she has been a pro school choice mm-hmm. person, but she's never really run anything. Right. Right. You know. So it's it's more about helping to push the whole school voucher. Right. Opportunity. School to, voucher thing right yeah, there. Yeah, to, to give people choice in schools regarding, you know, right. and it, to, to get out of quote unquote failed government schools, which now you're the government. Right. You and, gotta run it. So and she's uh and she doesn't have any young kids in school. So I mean it's like wow. the, you know uh, and then you have uh, Ben Carson. Has Ben, has he accepted anything yet? Oh, he's still well, moonwalking. Well, you know. Nicholas, uh, the Nicholas Brothers yeah, tap dance. Well, you know, they're they, they floating his name out for HUD. Oh, okay. Housing and Urban Development. Yeah. And, you know, this guy, yeah. I would have I thought a, a Surgeon General or something like that would have yeah. been. Yeah, because he's a doctor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so so Trump says he's going to revitalize urban, urban communities. So mm. based on picking um, Carson, you basically said, I don't give a crap about urban yeah. communities. <laughs> and what's this thing with Romney and um, and Giuliani? Because they're, they're looking at what? Secretary of Secretary State? Secretary of State. And right now, it seems like they're crowdsourcing. Um, uh, they're trying to figure out who gets the most likes or something. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, people, his, his folks, man, his supporters hate Romney. They hate Romney. And they want Romney to apologize. Which Romney, if he, he's a fool to do it. If he does it, his right. career is over. Right. If, 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 if Romney apologizes, then Trump needs to apologize to Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's, you know, but, 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 but the fact is, though, that 
they're using social media yeah. to to help assist in making a decision like this. Dude, it's it's where we are. And then you got this guy, um, this General Flynn cat, mm-hmm. who was fired. Now. He was fired, yeah, and by saying, the Obama administration. Right, and they were yeah. saying that one of the problems that they had with him was that he has no diplomacy. Mm. So in this role that he will be in, there's a lot of diplomacy has to be involved because you're dealing with foreign governments. Because mm. <coughs> I think ultimately what it came down to was... Uh, People skills. Yeah, they caught him disruptive. <laughs> even even within his own staff. Mm-hmm. They caught him disruptive. Yeah. And the fact is that you know he was a he was a lobbyist um, for foreign governments too. Wow. So 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 mm. hold on to your hat, folks. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got to say. We yeah. you know this is this is bizarre. It's going to be interesting. How will this cabinet stay intact for four years? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's. Um, it's gonna be OJT, man, for for several of these folks who are coming oh, in. Oh gosh, yes. And and unfortunately, um, it, it's gonna be interesting that because I think they're gonna to have to hire a bunch of consultants from well, the previous administration. People, well, they're well, gonna keep on. Well, you know, carry it's over. It was interesting you said. I was reading Not about necessarily it. put them in in, in in high profile roles, but maybe as as consultants for the transition. I was listening to uh, yeah. NPR. They were talking about you know he was talking about these hiring freezes right for the government right. Yeah, yeah. And they were saying that it's not going to work because it's actually more expensive to do that. To do what? To, to H- hiring freezes. Yeah. Wow. Hiring freezes. It does yeah. not economically is 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 you're not going to benefit and say that at the end of the day, mm-hmm. government payrolls yeah. represent less than five percent of the budget. Yeah. So you know, just saying if if you're going to make changes in government, you got to cut programs. Mm. Full not, like full. Yeah, you got to cut them out. Yeah, you got to yeah. cut some of these programs out. Yeah. If, if you're going yeah. to. If, if you want to impact hiring. Like you had talked about EPA. Yeah. You, you, know, you got to gut them out. And nationally. And boom. so they're saying is that what will probably happen is that they probably will not hire permanent people, but you will see a rash of contractors, which on the flip side will be more expensive mm. because they're going to have a higher yeah. rate. Yeah. And then you're going to probably see a lot of turnover, mm. even among contractors. They're going to probably have these short term contracts. And, yeah. and it's a Trump is Trump's organization. They're, they're very impatient about people. Mm. So they hire and fire all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, 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 hey, man, I mean, what do you think, um, just based on what, what's left, there's a lot left to fill. Uh, you, what do you think the direction? Um, are, are you seeing more diversity than you thought, less diversity, or about what you expected? This is about what I expected, man. Really? I didn't, I, I didn't expect much out of this cat, man. Yeah. Um, I, I was a little shocked that... Um, that Nikki Haley was made a UN ambassador. Yeah. I thought he might have would have um, gone with um, maybe a career diplomat from the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Or, because um, Haley was, you know, calling him a bully. and Oh, yeah. She, well, she, she called him out. She supported, uh, I think, uh, Cruz. Yeah, she did. She supported yeah. Cruz. So, you know, and this divorce woman, I mean, that was just totally out of left field right there. Because she, she fought him. She was not a fan either. Right. From what I was hearing. Yeah, and I heard that as soon as he offered it to her, she she jumped at it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well I'm 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 surprised that the Romney situation, even for him to consider. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, surprising to me. And um But what's interesting is yeah, gonna be see Thomas because he he held this that big press conference. Oh, he he held the line to the last I mean he held the line all the way through. Yeah. yeah uh, he did. it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Christie and um and Newt Gingrich and those cats. Because mm-hmm. you know, they you know, they, they they jumped on the train wagon, the bandwagon quick. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, and and I've not heard anything from. I, I know Christie might be 
in position, but uh, not heard anything about him landing anything. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, well yeah. you know, they, they're saying is that you know they got to they got to hire about fourteen hundred people. Okay. And so you got less than sixty days to do it. He's gonna be over bridges. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. No, just kidding. Hey man, let's look, let's pivot. Hey, like, but hey man, you know, let's now. go. Uh, one thing about Castro, man. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Know, I'll let you finish um, on the, on the on Castro. Castro. We'll pivot like. What's going to be interesting about Castro is what Trump, what Trump's organization is going to do. If if Raul mm-hmm. opens it up more so than what Fidel had wanted, Raul Castro. Yeah. Uh, don't be surprised to see a, a Trump International Hotel in Havana. Oh, you know. Uh, this whole thing, this conflict of interest thing, is just he's getting a, he's getting so scary, many free passes man. right now, man. It's scary. And and I think um, you know even if you know what I would do is bring back like somebody like a Ralph Nader. You know, Ralph was uh, maybe not the best candidate, but he held people's feet to the fire when it came down to things like this in government. And I don't know if we have anybody right now who's really that adamant. No. You know, you've got, you know, the, the, the he's already discredited journalists, you know, to the point where journalists are afraid to attack, you know, really right. boldly like the Nixon administration. Right. Uh, the way, uh, what was it, um, Bernstein? Uh, Woodward and Bernstein. Woodward and Bernstein held. Uh, president's men. Oh, Yeah. There's nobody right now on that level who's actually making the attack. Well, well the, the thing is now, Because of the the, like, the animosity. The animosity and also, too, because with social media and these other channels, they now can take their word directly to their constituents. Oh, yeah, just like he did with YouTube. Right. And so, and so that's yeah. what's... And, and then you have network executives who are so caught up in the bottom line of ratings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that journalism now, the integrity of journalism is being questioned largely. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. When you look at CNN and, and the number of Trump surrogates they, they have on the payroll. Right. And yeah. then, then Jeff Zucker, who was, who was the president of CNN was the guy at NBC that started the apprentice thing. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of conflict, a lot of interesting things going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, it's going to be interesting, man. I think you know, right now, if if there was never, you know, I used to I used to joke about when Ralph Nader when Nader jumped in, oh, here's another wasted, another <laughs> wasted boat. Yeah. But you know what? It might be the right time for him. And I know, um, in a lot of cases, people say, well, you know, we could do it ourselves. No, we can't. I mean, I think you got to have somebody with that kind of protect the consumer, com, you know, can can protect America attitude. Um, who, you know, who's not been bought, you know, to step up and maybe right the right time for Nader to come back and say a few things. I'm going to Google him when I get finished and see oh, what he's man, doing. I think Raph, Raph's about 80, 90 years old. Man. Is he? Is yeah, he that yeah, old? He's old, man. I remember Raph, Raph started in the 60s, man. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, Raph, Raph is up there. The, the, like you say, the torch has not been passed. I think what you have is you have a lot of these watchdog groups. Yeah. But... No one, none of them have the teeth or the power that yeah. that Nader had. This is a big deal. Oh yeah. And I, I don't know. And the reason I say it's a, it is such a big deal because when you set this kind of precedent, it, it, it you know, you can't take this back. This is like the genie out of the bottle. Oh. oh. When it comes down to oh, we've this way up of Pan- doing, we've business. opened up Pandora's box on this dog in a major way because you can't take it back. Oh if yeah, it, we've if, opened up the gates of hell. Dante's gates, a tower inferno, man. We've opened it up now. Yeah, yeah. And 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 to to put this back into the box, there is no putting it back in the box. Oh, 
even the attempting the collateral damage that it will occur. Yeah. It, yeah. it will be like someone trying to catch Nagan's bat with their hands. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to say anything. But I'm, you know how bloody that I, will be. I'm, 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 I'm getting memories and I'm starting to shake, man. So I'm going to chill out. Yeah. Negan. Mm. All right, man. Let's pivot light, man. Pivot light, man. And, and it, it's not, it, it's kind of a pivot light, but it's not a pivot light. Kanye. How do you feel about this, brother? Man, I'm 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 really uh concerned. Genuinely concerned. You know, uh, um with Kanye, man, you know, some people say this is the this is what you get when you um you make a deal with the Kardashians, man. Yeah. You're in the Kardashian um bubble. Yeah. But Kanye has always been a person that seeked and grabbed attention. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard rumors that he's on medication. I don't know. I truly don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is an act or this is he's serious. Um but it is disturbing to see this type of erratic behavior. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's he is genuinely impacted or this is a part of the 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 PR spin for the show so they can have some more added footage to the show. Well, I hope it's not, man. Um, if if that's the case, um, you know, because I you saw Lamar Odom go through what Lamar Odom went through. Still going through. Brother. Still going through. He ain't changed. He ain't saying. And and I think um, and and correct me if I'm wrong. I felt that. Lamar was being exploited to some extent as oh. part of that whole oh, yeah. reality show. Oh, yeah. It gave them footage, man. Even though he was going through some things, quite frankly, man, that were detrimental. Oh, yeah. Highly detrimental. Oh, yeah. And um, I just hope, and, and you know, you kind of look at, because Kanye, man, is a polarizing figure, man. It's right. either folks love him or hate him, but you hate to see... Um, you know, another another guy go through, another brother go through the uh, the blender, the Kardashian blender is what I call it. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you go in whole and you come out mush. <laughs> and yeah. and I just don't know coming out of this what he's going to be. Uh, I think a lot of people like the boldness of who he is. A lot of people think it's arrogance. But, um, you know, it's his strength is who he is. And uh, it's just going to be interesting, man, to see how he comes out of this. Uh, from what I've been told, I guess it's it's paranoia, um, a combination of paranoia, depression, depression. Um, and uh, you know, it's been going on for a while, right? Right. You know, and and, it, and, and then the exhaustion right. exemplified you know, it. Well, you know, a lot yeah. of people have said that they think when his mother passed, he hasn't gotten over that, right? And that has that has been a um, a big driver of this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I do. From what I can recall, even before she passed, mm-hmm. Kanye was very uh, a very avid seeker of fame and celebrityism. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I I mean, you pull up some of the quotes. I'm gonna play right. some. We'll pull up some of the quotes from Kanye. Right. From, so from the- you know, the the fact is that um, he's doing this stuff now is not really a surprise. Yeah. Uh, but I think the intensity has heightened. Yeah, it has it has changed. Um, and then, as we talked about last time, is the fact that this is a cat 
that right now is in such a bubble of people surrounding him mm-hmm. who are constantly, constantly validating him that he's a genius. Yeah. That, you know, I think at sometimes you start believing some of this crap. Man. Well, you know, just I'm going to read a couple of quotes, man. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, some of it's just crazy. It's just funny. You know, uh, what, what he said, uh, when you're the absolute best, you get hated on the most. But she's right, probably. Uh, another one, my goal, if I was doing, if I was going to do art, fine art, would have been to become Picasso or greater. That always sounds so funny to people, comparing yourself to someone who has done so much. And that's a mentality that suppresses humanity. <laughs> I don't even get that. Man. I, <laughs> you mean, know, I, 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 mean, I mean, I can understand the fact is, like, look, I want to be better than Picasso. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But, yeah. but you know. And one of the biggest Achilles heels has been my ego. And if I, Kanye West, can remove my ego, I think there's hope for everyone. Okay. Uh, Another one was, I don't think there's a living celebrity with more weapons formed against him, but I don't think there's one more prosperous. Okay. I mean, dude, that's what you got to do to tell yourself, partner. I mean, you know, do it. Yeah, he did one when, when, you remember when he walked up and got the Beck, the Beck Award, when he took Beck's Award. So the voices in my head told me go, and then I walked, I walked up like halfway up the stage, but I just uh, didn't really want to take away from Beck's moment or the time he's having to talk. Uh, it was kind of a joke, like the Grammys themselves. Okay. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, he, he's, I mean, he is who he is, man. I, he is who he is. Man. I, I, you know, I mean, a lot of folks, because I, I was, I remember. I don't look to the brothers as a role model, so you know. No, nah, you know, he's an artist. I mean, he has a right to, to do his yeah, thing, yeah. man. But you know, I gotta pray for him, man. Um, you know, and, and hope he comes through it. And I, I hope he sees. I hope he sees a light. Uh, that's something better than what he's experiencing. I don't think he's going to see the light, but I hope he feels better. And I hope his health is better. You know, you don't want to see anybody's demise. Not in that way, man. If this is all true. Yeah, if if it's all true. true. And I think a lot of, you know, you look at a lot of entertainers over the years, man, their mental state is never called into question because especially in the black community, we don't always acknowledge Right, you know, right. Uh, and, and, and you know the fact depression exactly. And, and Mental illness in our community is 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 up there with, with homosexuality. It's yeah, we don't. We, what is it? We're in denial. We're in denial until right. it's too late. Right, and most of a lot of our major right. artists. Yeah, when somebody get taken got a gun away. or a knife pointing at you, then you realize, yo, Jumbo really is crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> just put him in the room. <laughs> put him in timeout. Two <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, been crazy for years. <laughs> you know, so you know, and, and if you if you're in a situation because everybody, you know, in our families, man, we have people who go through things and go oh, through yeah. this oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Some so you of never it is some of us permanent, and some yeah. of us just temporary. It's based temporary. on is, is, is event driven, but yeah. You know, you. I just. It's it's just one of those types of things, man. You you just hope the brother gets through it because you know we, and unfortunately he's in a profession where most people don't understand. Entertainers are probably the most insecure people you ever want to meet. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them, and and that insecurity does contribute to the instability from a mental health perspective. It's tough because you're under the microscope. And, and because all the time, because a lot of them are always striving for attention. It's always validation. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. All right, man. Uh, you know, let me play this for you. You might. You know that? Yeah, man. I, I used to listen to this, man. Best to watch this on TV, man. Yeah. Ron Glass, man. 
That's right, man. Lost. Was he the only black? Was he the only brother? He was the only brother on Barney Miller. And then you remember he did a remake of um, The Odd Couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was the, well, you know, they had uh, Jack Wu, who was the Asian guy. Yep. They had Abe Bogota. Yep. Uh, then they had a Latino guy on there. Then, of course, they had Barney Miller himself. So it was a very diverse cast. And he was the only African-American. But what I really liked about Ron Glass was that he didn't play the roles like a John Amos. No, no. He, he didn't play the angry black man struggling. He played a sophisticated, yeah, a, an intelligent, yeah. intelligent cat. Even when he was on um, um, the Odd Couple, he, yeah. he played Felix. Yep, yep. He uh, was seventy-one. Uh, died Friday night in L.A. And um, you know he was on Barney Miller from seventy-five to eighty-two. Wow. So you know he had been on that show. <laughs> And uh, he had recently been on, uh, done CSI uh, mm -hmm. back in 2014. And what, Firefly or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was a show called Firefly yeah. that, that he was on. And he played like a, like a Yoda or mm -hmm. something like that. But yeah, but uh, he, he was very, very, very intelligent, mm -hmm. a very intelligent actor. He did, he did not play the roles that, you know, that, that John Amos did on Good Times or something like that. And, and, and you know what? Probably, man, because he was that type of actor, that's probably why you didn't see him a whole lot. Oh, yeah. He probably turned a whole lot of stuff down. Yeah, that, that wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. He so. did a lot of theater, from what I understand. Okay. I actually, I used to work in his hometown. Okay. So I met some of his family members, and he would come He would come back home. Well, his hometown was where? A uh, place in, called Evansville, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Bloomington. Well, that's, no, no, that's that, where Indiana, one mm, of the Indiana schools? No, what, what school it's on there? the border of um, Indiana and um, Kentucky on okay, the Ohio Kentucky, River. on the Ohio River, okay. Uh, Bloomington is further north. Further north, okay. uh, And so, yeah, he would... He would come home a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, he had friends and family. Uh, he was a confirmed bachelor. Wow, okay. Okay, gotcha. And, um, <laughs> and so um, he had a lot of nieces and nephews and that type of stuff. And yeah. he, he, was a, he, was a, he was a good uncle from what I understand. Cool. Well, very good, Nice man. guy. I never met him, but I met his family, and they were very nice people. Well, rest in peace, Ron. Right. I, I you, know you're in a better place, man. So, yeah. um, you know, and... and you know, his legacy lives on, man, because right. Barney Miller is still getting played on a lot of the, uh, what does he call it, the nostalgia channels. Yeah, in uh, syndication the Meet, Meet reruns, yeah. You could check it out, so yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Rest in peace. then Thanksgiving night, man. No, Thanksgiving, man. man. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Not my man. man. One of the, one, Not my man. One of the, one of the leaders of that, Colonel Abrams. Not my man. You know, he was um, homeless, man. What? Yeah. Like a lot of the artists. In Chicago? New York. In New York? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of, because, what, he came out in... Um, he came out in the 80s, 80s, 70s, that type of stuff. Yeah, late 80s, mid 80s. Yeah. A um, lot of the house sound revolved yeah. around Colonel Abrams. Yeah. And New York house. Exactly. Uh, you mentioned Frankie Knuckles. Yeah, out of Chicago. Uh, and that type of stuff. You know, I remember, uh, you know, if you, you folks from Chicago... All the, the remixes, Chicago 5, the Hot Mix 5, all those guys, yeah. Farley. And, uh, you know, they played a lot of this, man. So. And up in Detroit, too, they got a, had a lot of house up in there, too. So I just remember Colonel, you know how he did that dance? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Colonel. Yeah. You're going to let that little, little bit play. Man. You know what, what the different thing about Colonel? What's that? Colonel was Colonel was a very masculine guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. he wasn't like Sylvester or some of those other cats, you know, yeah. that were, yeah. that, you know, they weren't that androgynous thing. No, Colonel was like... He was like the Teddy Pendergrass. Yes, he was. Because <laughs> when I first heard it, I first heard, I thought it was Teddy. Yeah. When I first heard it. Hang on. I'm trying to think of the other song. Let me see if I'm 
See, I, just like, that's Teddy, man. I was like, no, nah, man, somebody played it for me. And I'm like, oh, tra- oh, this is the jam. Yeah. This is the jam. All right, let me, let me bring this one up. Hang on. Let's see if we can get this one. Man. Number two. I'm going to pause that because this was the one that might have, like, started it all. Let me see if I can if this is the right one. Man, they remix everything, man. I can't I can't get the original. Let me get the original back. But, yeah, I mean, Colonel Abrams, how old was he, man? Uh, I think he was, like, 61, 67, something like that. He was wow. in the 60s. Wow. And then, um, then you know, the, the, the other lady that we talked about, Sharon Jones. That's right. She, she, you know, she passed last. What? Yeah, the, the Sharon the Dap, Jones. And the Dap Kings. And the Dap Kings. Yeah. yeah. I got to yeah. find this. Uh, okay, let me. I'm trying to get the original, man, because I just hadn't heard it in a minute. And I just need to play it. And I hope this is it. Let's see. The original. That's a mix, man. That's a mix, too. No, that's closer to it yeah. right there, though. Now, this is Trap. I'm going to play a little bit of this one. Y'all get your members only jackets out now. <laughs> Everybody always talked about that dance you used to do though, man. Yeah. I just want to hear some vocals and then we'll yeah. let it go, man. I just gotta hear Get your jackets with the shoulder pads on. Alright. Go ahead. Where we at? The limelight uh, ramp. <laughs> oh yeah, no. The Phoenix. The Phoenix Dance Club. There we yeah. go. And uh, uh, VIP, yeah. Cisco's. Cisco. We're too young to get in. Cisco. Oh, I got in. You got. <laughs> Ray got in. All right, let me see. All right, this is. Uh, you gotta remember though, back in the day, brother, you only had to be eighteen. Yeah, that's drink. true. That's true. Back in the day, <coughs> this was the jam right here. This is the jam. Sharon Jones, female James Brown. Yep. 100 days, 100 nights, and no one man's heart. Which movie was this in? 100 days, 100 nights. Was it the Tarantino movie? No May have been, yeah, yeah. Incredible, man. A little more. I don't know, they, um. You know, she, she, you know, she, she got into the game late. Her fame came late. Mm hmm. You know a man. There was a, um. Trying to think of the documentary. That, that is she right was, now. Is that it, Miss Sharon Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the documentary that followed her, even to the point where she found out she had cancer, right? right. And how she pretty much fought cancer, man. Right. Um, High energy, man. I saw a video. Um, she, they were performing, and Prince got on stage with the man. Wow. And it was, it was like, wow. I mean, you know, she she could keep up with his guitar playing, man, with her singing, man, her dancing, man. Wow. And um. Prince and, and Prince said that was one of his favorite bands. Yeah, I mean, said, you know, they were underground. Um, you know, yeah, he said it, it reminded him of the days when, as he said, he was broken butt naked when guys were just <laughs> they, guys just want to play. Man, Prince, <laughs> Prince was rich and butt naked, right? But he said, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know, butt yeah. naked for Prince was just well, he did have his a butt day out. apart. He had his butt out jeans. So. <laughs> no. But he said it just reminded him of the days when it was just about music. Yeah, yeah, well, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, rest in peace, 
Ron, Ron Glass, and of course, uh, you know, the late, great uh, Sharon Jones. Man. And, and Colonel Abrams. And Colonel Abrams, too. Absolutely. Uh -oh, what's man. this what you got right here? Dude, uh, Disney it's is a beast. just a beast, dude. I mean, if you if you want if you really want to make a movie, do a do a kid's movie around the holidays. Uh, the movie Mona, which I kind of, you know, I got it. You know, I got a, I got a six year old in the house, man. So um, cartoons. <laughs> Uh, always kind of hit the radar. Oh yeah, but this one kind of flew under my radar. This one has a rock in it. Yes, it does. It is um, Disney's new flick. Um, it's kind of what do you call it? Pacific Polynesian. Polynesian. Yeah. Um, and it did eighty-one million, man. Well, you know, man, Disney did eighty-one million. Yeah, I got to give Disney credit, man. They diversifying those princesses, man. They, they are. They, you know, they. It seems like each one they they. They add another shade shade of the rainbow, man. Yes, they are. And, and Walt Disney now owns nine of the top ten Thanksgiving debuts of all time. Nine of them. So you think about that. You think about the video rights and the future rights to all those movies that they've got. Nine of the top ten, which is you know Thanksgiving weekend. That's why ABC big bought them, man. That's why they bought them. Because you've got that library. you got a library yeah. that's going to last. It's, uh, it's the gift uh, that keeps on giving. It is, man. You look at the historic Disney stuff, and then you look at the the 90s on into now. So well, let me read this. Uh, now, to be fair, Thanksgiving weekend has always been dominated, uh, or at least topped, by the second weekend of a given Harry Potter, Twilight, Hunger Games offering back to 2001. But regarding opening weekends, the Mouse House, as they call Disney, has 13 of the top 17 Thanksgiving weekend openings, with films going back as far as the first Toy Story back in 95, non-Disney offerings for Christmases, uh, 46 million Back to the Future Part 2, 45 million last year's Creed, which uh, was uh, Michael Robert Balboa. Michael, yeah, Michael, whatever his name Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah, Michael Jordan. Uh, let me see. Back to the Future, Creed, DreamWorks's animation, The Penguins, which is funny. I love The Penguins. So while Mona didn't quite top Frozen, come on, Frozen's man. all time. Now Frozen, man, come good on, lord. Man. That's, you know when you say Fro that's like Frozen and Lion King. You, you you put them in a whole category by themselves, man. Dude, did you have kids? Were your kids young my during kid, Frozen? No, my kids were they into Frozen. No, my kids were not into Frozen. They were they were into uh, the Lion King. That type of and uh, what's the other thing? Yeah, my son was Lion King. Lion King, maybe Lion uh, like Lion print, King. Print Beauty and the Beast. Okay, those, Toy Story. More yeah, toy, yeah, from mine. But yeah. yeah, I had a boy. It was yeah. Nick. Yeah. But the the I'm t I'm here to tell you, man. Anybody who has Frozen, that freaking soundtrack, you wanted to just mm. <laughs> let it go. Oh, let it go. You really want to let it go. Yeah. So Mona earned what fifty five million. Over its Friday, Sunday debut, uh, and then Wednesday through Sunday. That's not even global, million. man. That's just that's just here in the states. Yeah, and uh, it was it was front loaded in the first two days, um, but uh, you know, second biggest Wednesday through Sunday Thanksgiving opening uh, between Frozen and Toy Story two. So, congrats, kudos to. Um, that's crazy, man. You know, but you know, it just goes to show you, man. A lot of these other movies. Um, um, you know that uh, don't have family themes, man. They 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 die around the holidays. But, but you know, but they Disney, Disney has kids a, out of school. But and yeah. the same thing is Disney's formula had changed. Yeah, no, it has. It's yeah. a simple formula. Yeah, it is. It's simple. I mean, keep it basic. I mean, yeah, keep it basic. Yeah. You know, you you have a hero, a heroine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they overcome it. Yeah. And they have lessons to share. Yeah. And you and you have a great soundtrack. Yeah, you do. 
I mean, I mean it, it's, it's it's not it's not rocket science. And 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 they use uh, popular celebrity right people celebrities who people love right to voice or they use people with high Q scores. Yeah, up up and coming high Q scores right, up and coming. Right, whether they're voicing or whether they're singing. Yeah, they they, they figured yep. it out. No, yep. so and true, man. So true, so true. What else you got, man? Pivot light. Oh man, today in history. Oh. You know, today in 1924 was the first Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Wow. Can okay. you believe that? 1924. Yeah. It's 90, well, almost, it's, almost, it's what, 92 years. Wow. Because wow. Back in Because 2024 is beyond 100 years. Amazing. Okay. Uh, Babyface Nelson was killed today, 1934. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey. So were you just Googling Babyface? I mean, I just say, <laughs> but hey, and then this is right here. This is right here for the brothers. This is right here for the brothers. They would okay. appreciate this. Okay. In 1940, Bruce Lee was born today. That's my boy. I mean, Bruce. you can have your Jet Lee, you can have all these other guys, but Man. Bruce Lee yeah. was. You remember the time when Bruce Lee and Jim Kelly and Kareem, yep. man, they would go at it? Absolutely, man. I remember going to the cinema called the, the Barnett or the Carnet. That's it, man. And it got so Downtown bad. ATL. Right. It got so bad, they wouldn't turn the lights off. They would have guards <laughs> positioned on each side of the screen, and the lights would be on. We'll be watching the movies, and brothers would be jumping in the middle of the aisle, the nunchucks. Nunchucks. Did you have they, nunchucks, that they, they made. Out of a broom <laughs> handle. <laughs> Everybody in the hood made nunchucks. Yeah, nunchucks. And I can remember the god saying, "Yeah, this was a black god." In words, sit your ass down. <laughs> you don't sit down. I'm gonna come beat you. <laughs> oh man! I remember those. Everybody movies. had them, dude. I remember those movies, oh, man. Oh my god! Th- those were like I-, I took my kids to a dollar show one time in the hood, <laughs> and they were like terrified. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they started laughing. They said, "Dad, why is everyone talking back to the screen?" Yeah, dude. I said, "That's how we do it." Into the Dragon was just an amazing movie. <laughs> Man, exactly, to this day, dude. And and uh, Five Fingers, what was it? Five Fingers of Death. Oh man, um, and, those are classics, uh, man. The Boss, I forgot. You know, but the thing about I, I subscribe to um, Bruce Lee's podcast. Mm-hmm. If you haven't had a chance to, his daughter and uh, his wife, right? Because his son passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Brandon. Brandon right. passed. Uh, but his daughter and his wife do a podcast and like a weekly podcast. And it's not all like a salute. It's more about his teachings and, and what a lot of people don't realize. His philosophy. He he really invented a style of of, of martial arts. He did. He did. He he was um, whereas a lot of the quote unquote like the dojos. Uh, what do you call them? Yeah, dojo. The dojos were not open to teaching Americans, especially about the art. He was about inclusiveness, right? And uh, a lot of. Um, Basically, the traditionalist criticized him to the point where he created his own his own style. If you look right. at like the the um, his by the autobiography, the what is it the the movies, the mm-hmm. biographies that they do on him. But but the great thing about it, man, how inclusive he was, and he was all about teaching to change the world. Right. And they still do that even on the podcast. You you know it's it's deep. Now you got to be ready right. for that. And you know when you because you know? I've heard some things about one of the things that you know he he, he was a he was about was how do how to utilize this art form to help you channel yourself to be a better mm-hmm. individual. Yep, he was all about that. It was about patience and yeah. all this type of stuff. You know, he he did this art form not not to attack. No, no. He was more about building himself up in terms of how to problem solve, mm-hmm. deal with you know deal with issues and that type of stuff. So, yeah. Well, you know the the thing about Bruce, man, and you know being an Asian American 
back then. And, you know, everybody's seen, because so I'm not talking about stuff that you haven't seen. Right. You've seen the movies, the, 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 the remakes right. and so on and so forth. But the, the bottom line, uh, when he was, you know, really trying to make it in Hollywood, he was stereotyped, no, you know, no different than African-Americans trying right. to get roles. Um, you know, when he lost that role to David Carradine. Oh, Kung Fu. Kung oh, Fu, man, that was. It, it crushed his, you know, it, it had a really negative effect right. on his, his, his spirit in terms of his ability to succeed on his talent um, because he, he was blatantly discriminated against. Right. Well, just like, you know, like we've seen when you watch a lot of the old Westerns, how uh, the Native Americans mm-hmm. were not even used as yeah. in the face movie. paint. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, using, I mean, you know, like, yeah. you know, we talked about, I think a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned Jim Thorpe. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ever watch, there's only been one movie about Jim Thorpe and it had Burt Lancaster. Yeah. Playing Jim Thorpe. Playing Jim Thorpe. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, also too, for you music fans out there, 1942, the greatest, the greatest guitar player of all time. Wow. Jimi Hendrix was born. That's my boy. I mean, you know. Voodoo child, man. I was watching this documentary on yeah. him. Oh, yeah. And they and they was, had Eric Clapton on there. He mm-hmm. said, I saw this cat play. Yeah. When I went, first thing I did when I went home was he says, I threw my guitar away. Yeah. Yeah. He said, because he changed the game yeah, he so bad. He says, I was in a movie. Mm-hmm. With another famous guitar, I forgot who it was, mm-hmm. and we looked at each other and we said, "I think it was uh, Beck and Jimmy Page." Yeah, all those guys yeah. saw him. Yeah, and they, and they, and they looked at each other and they were like, "Yeah, dude, man, we we he just put us out of work." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He put us. Out of work. I mean, he, you know, and if a lot of folks, I guess, you know, if they're not into quote unquote rock, which I I really I look at him as a rock guitarist. But when you listen to what he does, there are elements of blues. Oh, it's very much Like blue. songs like Red House. There's a Red House over yonder, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh yeah. You know, he did so much, so many different types of well, you know, style. But his, his guitar, man, you know, well, you know influenced everybody. He well, influenced well, a lot, lot of people of don't realize that he used to play for Little Richard and the Asley yep, Brothers. Yep, absolutely. And, yep. you know, Asley Brothers got rid of him. And they said they gave him a solo one time. <laughs> And they like, what the hell? It was like the summer breeze solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like brother hey, solo. Hey, hey, it's over, man. <laughs> Ten minutes later. You know, it, it was Jimmy and set the guitar on fire. Uh, yeah, they like, what the <laughs> hell? I gave this boy just two balls right here. Damn, Jimmy, come back. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, I mean, but hey, you know, Jimi Hendrix, man, just incredible, dude. I mean, I I I I'm a fan. I I, I have his stuff on my iPad, on my iPhone. Just incredible, oh, uh, man. Yeah, I, I do too, man. I even got a T-shirt with the brother. Yeah, on, man. got that, man. He, and, uh, you know when he did the, um, the what was it, the music festival? Monterey. The Monterey Music Festival. When that he lit the, the guitar on fire? Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Well, incredible. you know, and also too, when he did Woodstock, when he did his version of the Star Spangled mm-hmm. Banner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. talking about Star Spangled Banner. Uh-oh, Kaepernick? No, no. <laughs> oh, no, Aretha? Aretha. <laughs> you know? Man, Nick Nick sent me, uh, you know how they do memes? Right. Uh, you know, they were sending out memes on Thanksgiving Day, dude, about Aretha. 
But what would you hear? Would you? Would you well, hear? you know, a lot of people. A, a, a lot of people. How long did that go, by the way? A lot of, it went four minutes. So a lot. So a lot. Of, so so, uh, so this is what I heard, brother. This is what I heard. I heard a lot of. I heard a lot. A lot of people were complaining. Of yeah, course. Of course. You know, yeah. it was too long. Just it was, like it was unpatriotic. Then I heard. I heard um, Willie Geist. Yeah. Willie Geist on um, on NBC. Willie Geist. Yeah. The, the receiver? No, no, no. He's, he's, he's white, white, white guy. White okay. guy. Okay. Willie guy. And he's, I'm thinking. I don't and, know and so thinking he, he kind of shut it down for me. He said, Yeah. I don't know what you're complaining. You got four minutes of free Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking and about. He said, like, I don't care where you are. You get oh, four minutes man. of free Hold Aretha on, man. Franklin. Hold on. I got to keep keep going. I'm okay. going to see. I, I, All right. So we got Aretha. So, oh, another thing. What President that? Obama. Okay. Giving out the medals, Kareem. Oh yeah, Kareem. Oh, uh, Michael Jordan. You know, and you know he's giving giving out the, the medals, uh, the, the highest medal a civilian can get. And and uh, Ellen. 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 Yeah, well, Jones. Oh, whatever. You Hang on, hang on, dude. I gotta. This was just. And you know what? And just Aretha, piano, and organ. Long, the long version. Okay, hang on. And Rita said, I'm 77 years old. Y'all can kiss oh, my ass. I mean, they should have known. <laughs> Somebody should have known. It's Motown. It it's Detroit, baby. It's Detroit, and baby. She, and you Just, know, hold on. Before you, start, before, you, before you get started. She I mean, don't leave. It's, it's the same way Four with Jimmy. Four minutes, 35. It's a, it's, Whitney was two minutes, 20 seconds. All right. We do it We do it our way. <laughs> Whitney did it her way. Now, how long was uh, Marvin Gaye did it? How long it was this? Marvin Gaye's? Marvin Gaye's was probably around at two minutes. Remember, he did it using the bass line. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Because it was G- like using, he uh, Marvin Gaye used almost like the sexual uh, sexual healing yeah, right, track. Right, right. And yeah. guess what? All those Star Spangled Banner versions have been voted like the best ones of all. Y'all can, you can have your country guy sing it all you want to. Yeah. You can have Barbara Streisand sing it all you want to. Yeah, but yeah. when the brothers get a hold of it and say, let, all right, let all right, me have come this. Come on, man. I got it. I got it. Just a little, just a taste. Oh man, I hope this ain't. Is this the. Somebody did this from a uh, phone. Somebody said that'll work. Where was she? Okay, they, they had the flag out. This was. I need to find a better version. And see, right there, they should have known. Right. Oh, we're going to church. We're going to church. <laughs> Hey, she she helped you guys out because y'all didn't have to go to church today. Uh, they knew right there. They knew right there. It was, she there with her middle school music. She was in young, gifted, and black mode right that's there. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. That's right. Just like uh, get, Nina let, Hang on. Hang on. Let me get the, 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 uh, the mic'd up version. Just a little of it. Just, oh, that's it. That, that and, must be it. And right. the people on the sidelines. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is the one. To honor so we can America, get a little clearer at least. Miss Aretha Franklin. Don't shut me down, SoundCloud. Let me let it play. <laughs> With a fur coat on. And she had the, oh yeah, she had the, is it outdoors? Outdoor indoor, stadium? Indoor. indoor stadium? So she just like jumped out the, out the limo at the piano. Oh. With her knit cap on knit, Detroit, she represents Detroit. She represents Detroit, man. Go ahead, girl. Look, at I'm it. singing this for my daddy. That's what I'm talking about, Dr. man. Doctor Reverend C. L. Frank. That's what I'm talking about. She she had it. Look at the look at the guy. The, the organ guy. He looked over. He's like, okay, Aretha. 
I'm following you. Can you see? Look at the dude. <laughs> you see the white guys on the sideline. They start got a stretching a little bit. They got goosebumps, man. Go ahead. What's a No reverb. That's, that's, that's all natural. Straight up. Ain't no recording. <laughs> what game? <laughs> Look at him, my boy. Number 64. He rocking. Number 64 rocking. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Reba. Look at that camera. <laughs> The cheerleaders are about to pass out. Uh, yeah, they're gonna, I'm surprised no one fail. <laughs> and if, if, I know their arms are getting tired. Oh, the folks holding the flag? Yeah. Now, she sang, what, she sang uh, at, at Harvard's commencement. Oh, she did? And it was a full minute and a half shorter. So she did this one extra. Because she sang at home. Yeah. So gallant, Coach is mad back then. Except for that, coach. Because he's team one. The Rockets, But you get it, you get it. Yeah. This dude, like, man, man, <laughs> the the, uh, the the officer, the color guard, oh, man. man. They they were like, but this, um, he said, uh, the headline was Aretha Franklin takes her time. Nasty. <laughs> Look, Aretha, how old is Aretha now? Seventy man? something, man. So it's like when she's you, a national treasure, man. That's what I'm saying. So shut up. You gonna give Aretha? <laughs> The opportunity on Thanksgiving Day hey. to sing the national anthem. For our hometown team. In Detroit. That's right. And, you know, it took her, what, five minutes to get to the stadium. <laughs> she flying nowhere. She drove right. over and in the she limo. Drove, she drove on the limo. You know. She probably, so. the limo's probably parked on the field. <laughs> right on the field. <laughs> you know, right in the tunnel. That's right. Waiting for her. So, she didn't know. do sound check. No, she didn't. She, she had somebody do all that for her. So, you know, hey. Go ahead, Aretha. Go That's ahead. Right. With the you hat know? on the, in the end of Like Willie Guy said, you got four minutes of free Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Who, who to pay? Who, who to pay for? I mean, you know. Hey man, but you know, hey, I'm I'm I was I was laughing, man, when they told me I'm like somebody somebody said Aretha's gonna sing the national anthem, and I said in Detroit, and and I said they said yeah she's in Detroit, I said uh oh it's gonna be kind of long, and it, it was four and a half. So, and, you know, hey, so go ahead, Aretha, you go know, ahead. go ahead, you know, I mean, it, you know, you know, of course the the far right, you know, oh, come on, man, let it go, y'all, let it go. It's Aretha, she gets to do that, she gets to do that. Hey, real quick, man. Um, they don't say that with Pavarotti or one of them fat guys saying, saying, man. You know, but they, you know, they done in like a minute. They, you know, but but Aretha, man, you got your money's worth. She ain't the Dixie, Dixie chick. She you ain't know? making a political statement out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. She just took her time and did it right. Go ahead, Aretha. Go ahead, Aretha. We That's love right. you. That's right. Uh, here's what's up, man. Um, before, since we're on football for just a minute, and, and, you know, I'm not a huge sports fan, but I am, you know, I watch football. I, I typically get into it right around the playoffs. Uh, so, uh, just real quick, man. Um, Dallas, 
you know at the top. Ten and one. Ten and one. With the quarterback, with Romo on the bench. Yeah. It and continues. The rookie quarterback. I thought they were gonna lose this weekend. The rookie quarterback and the rookie running back. Yeah. The young boy, you know, they kind of remind you of when when Dallas Back in the day when you and I were living in Texas, when mm-hmm. when Troy Aikman and all those young cats. You had uh, Emmett. Emmett and, and Troy had, and uh, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Right, yeah. yeah. And how um, they're, they're bringing back that 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 spirit, man. Mm-hmm. That, that, well, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I could tell you I'm a Dak Prescott fan because I saw what he went through when he was in Mississippi State. Okay, so you yeah, you knew about Dak. So, right, yeah. yeah. He was he was one of those cats that did not have a great senior year, but the Cowboys got a steal right there in him. Well, ten and one. They uh one. what is that? Best best record? Best record, man. In, in the uh, NFL. NFL. Um they're gonna be the number one seed if they keep winning. Amazingly, uh the Raiders are at the top. Hey man, the Raiders you know, the Raiders uh Raiders do what they do. They find guys and off the scrap heap and re re-energize them. They get kids who are undrafted and give them a shot. And, mm. you know, that's what they somehow. And, you know, for the Raiders, uh, the general manager, the guy who, who's making all the decisions and, you know, trades and deals mm-hmm. is a brother. Yeah. Well, look, AFC seed Raiders, number one, uh, Brady. And uh, you can't you can't count, two, you can't count them out, man. You can't count them out. And that's amazing coming off uh, the, the suspension and the eight and two. I mean, that, that's Belichick pretty amazing, knows, He man. knows how to get the most out of any, any yeah. player, man. Uh, NFC, of course, you got in the East. Uh, we uh, NFC. Four. We number four Falcons for, man. Man, let me tell you. And we watching. We kind of letting it go um, this first. They've already started the game, man. But Falcons are fourth seed right now in the NFC. Um, behind number Detroit. One seed. Detroit. Yeah, behind Detroit and behind Seattle. Yeah. Um, right below them, you've got um, – the Giants, uh, New York, and uh, the Redskins. Redskins, man. I think Redskins might be. I think they. I think they are. Yeah. I think they done. Man. I think they're gone. And um, you know, of course, man. Uh, Kaepernick and San Francisco's at the bottom, dude. One and what's nine. the one and nine, huh? One and nine. So, so what are your thoughts, man? You think Falcons got a chance? Decent. I think they got a chance, man. You know, um, to make the playoffs now. You know, yeah, you know, playoffs don't matter to me with the Falcons anymore. They got to win it, man. Well, they need to win it. They don't have that team yet, bro. They don't have that team. They don't. They don't have that team. But you when are they gonna have it? What's it gonna take? Well, it seems like how they, long? I know. Man. <laughs> they going in the right direction, man. Hey, hey, you know. I will say at least the Hawks made that investment in Dwight Howard, yeah. and it's showing off some. But the Falcons, man, you know, I, I think right now, quite frankly, I'm gonna I'm go bold right now, and I will say that the Cowboys will be in the Super Bowl this year. Okay. Um, and I, I'm going to say the Cowboys will be there. Uh, it might be uh, Cowboys and New England. Thoughts? Mm, I can go with that. Okay. I can go with that. It's right. either going to be, well, I, I don't see, um, I don't think the Raiders are ready for it. They can, they need another year. I think I, I agree with you on that. I mean, AFC, I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm not, I've never been a, a, a great Pats fan. Yeah. Even though I lived in New England for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I don't see anyone beating them. They they know how to win. Their record yeah. may not. They may not have the best record. But when the money's on the line, playoffs, man. When it's money time. Oh yeah. They they come to play. They come they come prepared. And Belichick knows how to get the most out of those cats. Yeah. The Cowboys. Um, they have the talent. I just don't know. If they have the right mindset. Well, the reason I mentioned the Cowboys. They got man, a great offensive line. Is because the legacy 
of that city, they know how to come together and push those teams in the playoffs. And if they're at the top and they get home field, which they looks like they will, they're the number one seed. If they get home field advantage throughout, well, it's going to be tough to beat. Well, the NFL would love to see a New England Dallas. Oh, dude, you, you're talking about Brady two, versus Dak. Yeah, and two enigmatic owners. Yeah. Oh yeah. my oh, yeah. God, man! Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. to see Jerry back in that back mm-hmm. there, man. Yeah. Love oh. him, I hate him. Oh yeah, man. He's back. You yeah, know, this this could be an opportunity because I don't see anybody else. I mean, I look at the NFC but what right was now. Interesting. You remember Romo? Romo had an interview, man. Okay, what did Romo say? Romo was basically he came back and did a news a press conference saying that you know he's gonna do whatever it takes mm-hmm. uh, for the team. I think what Romo realizes is like, look, the writing's on the wall. Man. Yeah, yeah, writing's yeah. on the wall, man. Just just be a good teammate, finish out this season, and probably next year mm-hmm. he's gonna be dealt somewhere else. Yeah, or you know he, he yeah. he's gonna probably restructure that contract so he can get his all his money. All his well, money. you know, for if I'm a Dallas fan watching this right now, it's like good luck. Do yeah. your thing. Go yeah. see because yeah. I think the city, man. I think they're tired. So many disappointing, yeah. End end of seasons, you know. At the, with with Romo, it's like I don't think they can take one more. I don't think they can take. It. It's gonna be interesting to see how we we are with with our quarterback. How many more seasons can we take, <sighs> dude? There, how I many more go seasons? Into it. That's a whole other podcast. How many more, how many more seasons can we, we could do a full podcast on that? Based on based on just read the read the post, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the the most you the thing you hear the most about the Falcons in the quarterback situation is he's overpaid. Oh, they yeah. paid too much. Oh yeah, they paid. But the, the 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 thing is, there are so many quarterbacks that are overpaid. Yeah. And when his contract came up, the pool of quarterbacks to choose from was so shallow. Yeah, that they had to go in that direction. They had to go in that direction. But I think right then, everything shifted, man. Everything shifted in terms of, it's almost like his focus went out the window. Well, you, Or not his focus, but his effectiveness. Well, I, one of the things is, I think what the, I think what's happening now is that um, they are now finally have a clear vision of what type of team they want. Hmm. Okay. I think when you look at what Seattle did and what New England has done for years, mm-hmm. they have a clear vision of the type of team they want mm-hmm. and a clear vision of the type of players they want. Mm-hmm. I think with the Falcons, we've always had so much turmoil with coaching and yeah. in front office yeah. that we were constantly changing direction. Well, I, let me tell you, man, the Falcons are going to have to find a great, develop a great defense. Oh, yeah. They've got to. You, you can't win in this league without a defense. you got to stop. <laughs> the other team, man, and the same college. The college yeah, you can get away with. You can, it. you can, you know, you can go toe for toe to toe. But I think with if they're gonna keep Maddie Ice and win, they got to have a dominating defense that stops teams and intimidates teams. Right. Teams just aren't intimidated by the no, Falcons' no. defense. They come in and because they play. know if it's a tight game and, and we get the ball last, yes, we got a shot. We're gonna take it, and and you see it time after time. And 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 I'm I, you know I'm I'm probably preaching to the choir right now in terms of folks who listen, but until they get like a grits blitz, that kind of dominating up front, you know, legendary defensive uh, force, I don't see it. It seems like it's either you get one or you get the other. You never get both. So we'll see how it goes. All right, then. Hey, I'm gonna wrap up that sports talk little campaign we just. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. <laughs> we just went yeah, off man. off from Aretha. Hey, but but hey, man, what what else you got? We're gonna wrap this thing up, man. Um, I, I I don't have anything else, man, other than you know just um again um I, I hope everyone had a nice uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hope they had an opportunity to, to to reflect on to give thanks to what's going on in their lives and stuff and yeah yeah and to um, think about moving forward. You yeah. know that the year's wrapping up for many of us. A lot of us uh, had some had some good things. Had some positive signs, and some of us have been sidetracked, and some other things. And hope you know the year ends on a good note for everyone, and and we can start building toward the future. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, I I tell you, man, I I it's been a it's been an interesting year, you know. And it ain't over. We still got some time left in this year. Yeah, we do. But uh, thankful for you guys, man. For 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 Rand and Tut. Likewise, and, Tommy and B. Taking Same this thing you, on, man. man. Seventeen weeks. Um, 17, 17 weeks, man. And, and, you know, these guys, I mean, for folks who listen, man, you know, they put in the effort, they show we not to, not to even mention our, um, our, our debate broadcast, <laughs> I mean, right. Evie, you know, big, big thanks to Evie, man, for, for coming through and, and, you know, man, it was a good re- kind of a reflective, uh, Thanksgiving, man. Cause you got, you know, family coming in and we got family coming in even for the holidays. You go visit, visit your family. I got a shout out. You know Fred and Fred and Liz for for hanging out with us and coming over to cook, and you know it, it was interesting, man. Uh, you know my my in laws, man. They do this thing. They all come together, typically out of town. They did it closer to home this time. Mm-hmm. They did okay. it right here in McDonough, or you know the, in the area. And um, um, the uh, two aunts, man, dressed up like princesses. <laughs> one, one was dressed like I, I know you're looking at me like what the uh, like Snow White. Mm-hmm. They whatever the two Disney princesses uh-huh. were, and they 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 had a party at the house. Toward the end of the party, they dressed up, and then they walked, uh, they walked up the street, man, greeting kids in their princess regalia. Wow! They were dressed uh-huh. like like Snow White, like Disney characters, man. Oh, and one of the parents came up to him and said, "Hey, uh, y'all look better than the Disney characters do that we see at Disneyland." Oh wow. That was cool, man. I mean, who yeah, would do that? Who would do something like yeah, that? Man. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, being the brother I am, man, I'd be like, this is some petio foul stuff right here, man. You no, know, it was it I... was cool, man. They okay, they, man. they 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 did it for the kids at the party. Okay, got for it. the family. Okay, okay got it. And man. then they then they took off down the street walking. It was still daylight, so it was, okay. it was At least pretty they cool, wasn't man. no clown. They dressed no, up no, as no, clowns, no, no, no. Clowns, you get beat down. <laughs> clowns, you get beat down. That's hey, nice, man. That's nice. Hey, but don't forget, check us out. Uh, we love your feedback. Uh, GP3RTT at gmail.com. You getting the feedback this week? Uh, none this week, man. None, but but we got, yeah. you know, of course, people checked us out big time, came back and, and... Got a lot of hits. Good hits. Good okay, hits this gotcha. week. Um, Facebook, uh, when you go and check us out on the page for this podcast, all the information is there, including phone number and all that stuff. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, we want to. Come on now. Yeah, I'm going to hit that road, man. You know, I got to get the slick one back. Oh, that call him the slick. <laughs> you called him that, man. Yeah. Producer Nick, man. Millennial Nick. That's right. I got to get him Finish back. Finish out man. this semester. Finish out the semester. So, uh, you know, we uh, we appreciate y'all listening, man. And, and, and it's Kendall B., what's up? She uh she at home sleeping right now, but uh, <laughs> she, she 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 like like Nick she uh she about to finish out this semester. Then like Nick, she got one more to go. Wow. Okay. One, can you believe that, man? It's amazing, man. Can you believe that? It, when they when they amazing. graduated, man, in 2013, now wow. now wow. they're gonna be out. It's amazing, man. Time flies, brother. Time flies. Yeah. But anyway, peace to y'all. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Look forward to next week, and uh, we appreciate you. Yeah. T- hopefully, Tut will be back. 
Oh, he'll be back. Yeah, you know, we're we gonna we're gonna give Tut a hard time. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all take care. All peace. right, peace.